0: One of the things I get asked to record the most topics of all about is money. People want to know about money. People want to know about investing. People want to know about how to save their money, spend their money, use their money. This podcast is for those of you looking for money information. Mike and I are really good friends. We invest together heavily. And uh, this is not one to listen to while driving. This is one to probably take a pen and paper and take some notes. I think you guys are going to really love it. Uh, I would suggest sharing this one with somebody because I know a lot of people are not so great with their money. And I think this is an opportunity for you to fix that. So check out this episode with me and Mike Sims. Hope you love it. Hello, hello everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can also call me hashtag boss, Lee or the people's mentor. And I have a treat for you today. So we are going to talk a little bit about MLM after I introduce this wonderful man and friend of mine, but he actually has left the MLM world for a totally different route. And so we might get into some financial conversations, which I think would be very beneficial for those of you right now, given Corona time, given whatever is going on in your personal world. And you guys ask me for finance Zooms seriously, constantly, and finance podcasts, literally, I feel like daily. So uh, we might be able to get into that today. So the person I have today is he's a really good friend of mine. He is Mr. Funny Man as well. He makes me laugh every single day on social media, but he has this big booming personality. He, uh, you know, we met for the first time, I think four years ago at GoPro and he just had this commanding thing, this big old man in a in a well-fitted suit. I'm like, who are you? Um, And then we just started getting to know each other. He's had tremendous success in network marketing, millions and millions of dollars earned, uh, but decided, like I said, to take his network marketing income and then turn it into something more, which I think is awesome. He has a beautiful personality. He is just so well-rounded and diverse, and I enjoy every single time I've ever spent with him. He also knows how to get down on a good steak. He takes me to good restaurants, so it's just going to solidify our relationship further. Uh, But I really, really love him and enjoy his company, and I'm very excited for all of you to hear from him today he is none other than mr Mike Sims what
1: is going on my friend I'm doing fantastic always good to see and hear from you
0: oh I hey you know what it's funny usually when I text you it's always some like really good news like we've we've made some money together or you know I'm like is this really happening in the world right now and uh, right. so yeah it's always good when I talk to you always good when I talk to
1: you absolutely congratulations on all your success of course like you said I had a chance to watch you for the last several years, and it's just been impressive to see what you've accomplished. And I know the best is yet to come, and the impact you're having on the world. And already from this uh, podcast interview we're doing, I can see you got another profession waiting on you after network marketing. Oh. The next Oprah. Oh.
0: My- i knew i loved you just keep, keep it up no i'm kidding thank you so much i really appreciate that um i forgot to mention he's from georgia so if you hear any kind of accents or anything like that he's he's, curr- he's currently out there in atlanta georgia atlanta georgia so or maybe you're in miami i don't know where you
1: are where are you quarantining <laughs> i'm actually born in Ala- from uh or uh, in alabama
0: you're in, in alabama, alabama right now no no
1: no, no. i was born oh, okay in alabama. yeah uh, after college, I uh, went to Atlanta, Georgia, and now I have a home in Atlanta and Miami, so I go back and forth.
0: Let's all cry for Mike. Is everyone ready to cry? Okay, we're done crying for you. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I love your success. It inspires me, and it makes me want to keep doing so much more. So um, let's talk a little bit, maybe take take us back to uh, the football days and maybe some lessons you learned in that and how that went into network marketing, and you've created tremendous success there.
1: Well of course um, after college uh, for me football was you know something that didn't work out uh, because of injury and things of that nature and so uh, but being involved in sports my entire life uh, you get a chance to earn oh, can you learn about teamwork uh, you get a chance to know the importance of being coached you get a chance to, to see different personalities of different people that come from all different walks of life different backgrounds uh, and then of course you know in college I had a job. Uh, at a place called UPS, and everybody knows what UPS is. I say it stands for underpaid package slave (laughs) because that's what we felt like (laughs) in those days. Uh, But I I got the promotion at that job really, really early uh, to a supervisory position, and uh, everybody thought that that would be my career path because in Alabama, that is what you consider a quote-unquote good job. And, and of course, UPS is a great company. Uh, It is one of the best companies to work for. But I learned a lot of that job, learned some leadership skills because I got a promotion to a supervisor. I was one of the youngest supervisors in the Southeast District. And that taught me a lot of skills and things of that nature as well. And so after college, um, I went into financial services. My degree was uh, finance uh, with a business minor. And I got my first job working in financial services at a brand new firm that was starting in Atlanta. And I was really good at it. It was six months I uh, went to number two, I think, in the office. Uh, but one day it dawned on me that one of my clients, who was a network marketer, uh, he was earning about 300000 a month, residual income, and I was earning 60000 a year. Mm. And, I, and I sat and asked myself one day, well, what am I doing trying to tell you what to do with your money? And you're playing golf every day. You earn more in a week than I earn in a year. Something is not right with this picture. Mm. And so... He told me network marketing is the route that he chose. Uh, I didn't get involved in the company that he was involved with. But at that point, I started searching for an opportunity in the network marketing profession because I saw firsthand what it could do for people who did it at a high level. And uh, so I made a crazy decision to quit my job, go full time in the network marketing zero money. Um, everybody told me I was crazy. My parents told me I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got started in network marketing. I uh, was a six-month period of time, had my first $10,000 a month, 12-month, uh, it was, um, uh, was 20000 a month. It just kept growing and growing. Uh, rewind a little bit. My parents, who told me I was crazy, I went back and retired them uh, in my six-month. And so now my parents, uh, they're now both 70. They have not worked a job since they were fifty, uh, mm. because of the power of network marketing. So that's one of the things I'm most proud of. And just had a great career in network marketing. I was was involved in three companies heavily, uh, built huge organizations in all three, and you know made the transition uh, out of network marketing. Not because you know I didn't have an opportunity or I was tired of network marketing. It was just something that I, I naturally gravitated to. Because of aspirations I have to help a lot of people uh, from a financial services end. Because one issue I saw in network marketing is no, everyone teaches uh, how to go out and generate income. But no one teaches us or no one was was teaching how to put overalls on that money and then send the money to work. Because I don't care what anybody says.
0: I love that. Put overalls on that money and put it to work.
1: (laughs) Because I don't care what anybody says. Um, my opinion is to do network marketing at a high level, uh, the way you've done it, the way I did it, the way countless other people do it, is not something that I wanted to do forever because it takes a lot of energy. Uh, it takes time. And, and and you know, you, you have time leverage. Uh, you give of yourself for so long. But at some point you do want to uh, step back and, of course, watch your organization continue to grow. But we don't know what the future brings because majority of time, unfortunately, we don't own the company. And so sometimes I found actually twice I found myself in a situation where uh, we're having success. Everything is great. And an owner makes a decision that has an effect on the entire network. And so you have to roll with the punches. You have to adjust, but we don't know, you don't know how that affects your business. And so with that being said, at some point you have to take control yourself because if you don't, then in network marketing, it can seem like you have a high paying uh, commission job. And if something changes with your job, then you have to make some other decisions. And so- uh, I've seen so many people in that position. Um, I found myself in that position after the, in my first network marketing company where, uh, you know, I, I had some money saved, but not enough. And I said, I, I can never be in this situation again where uh, I just have to roll with the punches and sometimes take a beating <laughs> uh, because I, I'm dependent on a check. And that's what we tell everybody outside of the network marketing universe not to do. Don't depend on, or don't be paycheck to paycheck, but sometimes in network marketing, we find ourselves that way or in that position. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I can I can go on and on about that subject if you want me to, but, you know, just different decisions that people make uh, or what we should be doing in our journey that we're not taught to do on our journey.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I love that, and I love that transparency in general, and I think it's important to have the conversation about uh, you know, putting your money to work for you. You know, I know you know that. I'll I'll just be. I'll tell a little bit of the reason why I started diversifying was honestly because I was making you know two hundred thousand dollars a month in my network marketing company. This is twenty seventeen, and uh, <laughs> I got terminated. Right now, 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 luckily, um, you know, I have never had a spending problem or a spending habit. I'm, I'm super frugal overall, you know? And, uh, so for me, it never left me in financial strain, but it definitely was eye opening for me. And I had that moment where I thought to myself, oh my God, like I have, I have to invest in more stuff. I have to have multiple streams of income, um, as a, as a top earner, especially, and so, you know, we kind of came to the same conclusion in different ways, I guess, is that, you know, you need to make money different ways. You need to put your money to work for you. Uh, and so let's kind of talk about that. What, well, there's a this, this can go a lot of different ways now. The way my brain is already starting to put this together. I don't know if you're feeling this, but I'm like, where do I get them started? Because I know they're dying for, for finance stuff. So let's talk, first of all, maybe to the people who are doing this part-time. What would you suggest they do with their network marketing income?
1: Absolutely. Well, of course, you should take a portion of that income and reinvest back into your business all the time because you want to continue to grow your business. When it's growing, that's when you don't want to pour more gas on it. And sometimes, uh, or not, not sometimes, all the time, that gas is not just energy, it's not just effort, but sometimes it takes investment. And so investing back in your business, investing back in your people, is very important. And then another portion of your income, um, or, or I would say, majority of your income from that standpoint, should be focused on getting out of debt. Uh, if you think about the situation we find ourselves in right now, the coronavirus, the coronavirus is now taking over the entire world. And the coronavirus, in my opinion, has exposed so many weaknesses in so many people's uh, army, excuse me, armor. They thought they, they were, you know, had an armor. They thought they were insulated. They thought things were going really good. And now we don't know when we'll be able to come out of the house and get back to normal life. Right. Uh, there are people right now that are waiting on a stimulus check. Uh, I think the numbers are maybe $1,600 or whatever it is for, you know, yeah, you know whatever. I don't know. But, you know, I, you know what is that really going to do? And so there's, there's so many different things for the unknown that you have to prepare for in life and in business. So don't go out, start spending money to look like you have money. There's nothing more stress free than being debt free and healthy. Debt free and healthy is, is stress free. And so start paying off your debt. Um, you know, you don't want to get into a situation in business where you're going under to get back to even. Mm. that's that's not progress because if you go down so deep in debt first uh, and then come back up now you're just breaking even you want to be prosperous and so pay down that debt uh, pay off those cars uh, put additional money to your home whatever you need to do do those things and get out of debt and then you can start a transition Uh, or as you if you're doing this hopefully you're building your business and then you can transition to full-time network marketing and that's when it really starts to get fun and then Mm -hmm. that opens up more things for you to qualify to invest in
0: okay so let's talk about somebody who maybe is has no debt but they do this part-time they make say a thousand dollars a month you just mentioned it opens you up to have some fun what what would you recommend to somebody who's making like an extra they've got an extra grand a month
1: uh the first thing i would do is start studying investing you know you know you start to pay attention to the markets. You know, one of the only uh, channels on TV I watch uh, is CNBC and, and some and Bloomberg and some of the business channels is just start paying attention to what's happening. Start paying attention to what's happening in the news. Uh, a lot of people right now are panicking because the stock market, uh, the bottom fell out. That's what people think. But as Warren Buffett says, when people are, are greedy, that's when you panic. When people are panicking, that's when you be greedy. <laughs> and so, right now, we're buying heavily into the stock market. I'm buying heavily into the stock market because things are on bargain basement sales. I think actually, I think I'm not anybody's financial advisor on this call, but uh, I really believe that the market is not at the bottom yet. Yeah. Because we don't have any good news in sight, and so um, you know, but we do know some things to that are probably kind of self evident. Delta is not going out of business. None of the airlines are. Um, Some other things that you should start to take a look at, uh, things that you may use every single day yourself. These companies, more than likely, they're not going to go anywhere. And so talk to your financial advisor and say, well, how can I put $1,000 into Delta stock? How can I put $1,000 into Boeing, Who?" You know, they had a bad year in twenty, I think eighteen, because of the plane crash, or maybe 2019, actually, because of the plane crashes. 740. Seven, yep. it, correct, yeah. But people don't know that Boeing is one of the largest manufacturers of uh, airplanes for the U.S. defense. So they're not going to let that company go out of business. And so, you know, start looking at things like that and start to do a little bit, and then you can start to grow your portfolio.
0: I love it. And I hope y'all are listening to this during Corona time because you're going to be crying if you're listening to a replay on this six months, eight months, a year from now, probably. Uh, well, we who knows how long it'll crash. But I, I agree with you. I think uh, we're still. Lo- we think
1: about it, too. Think, think about this. You know, the last major crash we had, 2008, 2009, so much wealth was transferred and created since that time. So yes. much wealth. Yes. And we're finding ourselves back at this place now. And what a lot of people don't know as well is uh, the market was due to a major, due for a major correction. It's been 15 years almost of growth, and so it's been due for correction. And so now we're here. Um, you just don't want to be here yourself. Yep. Five years from now, wondering how I missed it, or wondering why the middle class has now shrunk even more because there's been another shift uh, in, in money. Right.
0: Um. This is an opportunity for people who are those part-timers I just mentioned, in my opinion. And of course, this is just my opinion. I'm not your financial advisor either. Uh, This is when it, it doesn't have to be just the rich get richer, which I think is a super negative mindset that some people have around finances. This could actually be the time that your family goes from "huh" to, whoa, we created some wealth. Uh, And I love that you mentioned that, you know, you know, 10 years ago, if you would have been investing then and you just let it sit, you could have pulled out right before it crashed. I mean, it's like you've got it, but you have to be paying attention to things. I always tell people, I'm sure you get the same advice. Don't invest in things you have no idea about. Right? Correct. Like like Absolutely. he like if you're like, I don't what is a Boeing? Is a Boeing a boat? Okay, then maybe right. you shouldn't invest in Boeing, okay? Like if exactly. you don't know what delta is and you think it's some kind of mathematic equation we're talking about right now, maybe you don't invest in that. Maybe <laughs> maybe you don't, you know? Maybe you just right. skip this podcast and you do the middle class thing that he's talking about. But I feel like we don't have normal people listening to this. I feel like we have achievers. And if you are an achiever and you're loving this already, please screenshot it, put it in your Instagram, Facebook story. You can tag Mike, you can tag myself. I'll I'll link his Instagram and everything in the show notes so you can grab his Instagram handle. Uh, but I, I'm just telling you, this is, this is truly an opportunity, you know, and it's not to prey on people or anything like that. But people like Mike and myself, we've had many conversations over the last few weeks where it's like, We've been waiting for this. Absolutely. Like this is, this is, this has been the time. So, all right, let's talk Absolutely. about the people. Maybe tell you something else too, yeah. real quick. Yeah,
1: it's, please. It's, it's like you mentioned the rich get richer. That's, that's how most people say it. That's how we been taught to say it. But as you were talking, I was thinking to myself, it's not the rich. It, it is the rich get richer. Um, that's how it's kind of set up. But really it's the the people who are more knowledgeable get richer. And the reason why the, some, sometimes the government or the FTC, or whatever SEC says you have to be an accredited investor to invest in certain things is because they feel like if you have $200,000, then you have more knowledge because it, it took knowledge to get that $200,000. Mm. It's not because you now qualify because you have the money. No, they, they figure you have more knowledge. And so what the, what the, uh, the poor do is they make poor choices. And so they're, they're watching uh, reality TV during the, during the quarantine. They're watching uh, reality shows instead of when we are knowledgeable or watching CNBC. They're studying the market. They're talking to people like Jessica Lee. They're getting around the right people. They're reading the books. They're working on themselves. Uh, they're trying to get a new skill while they have time at home, uh, quote unquote, doing nothing. They're working on themselves while everybody else is making TikToks and and, and all this other stuff. Every contest and thing that you can think of on on social media, they're doing. There's nothing wrong with doing those things, but get money, too. Get knowledge, too. But that's what the knowledgeable are doing. And that's why they get rich. What you don't know is hurting you. What you don't know is killing you. It's killing you. It's killing you. And so don't let that be you.
0: Oh, Mike, I... this podcast is going to go viral. Shut up. I love it. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And I will tell you, for those of you who are like, oh, I'm getting so excited. I don't even know what he's talking about. Take the time, like he said, to get off TikTok. Take the time to start spending time around people and have conversations like this. And I'll tell you, my first couple of conversations with Mike and a couple of things that, that we do, I'm like, hold on, beep beep, back it up, big guy. He's huge, by the way. I swear, he's like seven foot nine. Okay, he's enormous. All right, I'm. <laughs> so what I call a big guy is not because he's fat. He's just like this. Whoo, he's a huge human. Uh, I was just like, wait, I don't get it. I don't understand. Back it up. Hold on. Hold on. And there's been times when I look at our, like at one of our, one of my investments and I'm like, Mike, is this ring really still going up during Corona? Like, and he'll walk me through why things. And I'm like, ah, ah okay. The more, you know, the more, you know. Um, Absolutely. And, and I love how you said it, the whole accredited investor thing. Right, because I never thought about it like that. Like, of course they look to right. see what they say, you know, send us a send us what your bank account looks like, send us what your whatever, let me see your credit score, blah, blah, blah. Let's see your assets portfolio. And I never thought of it like that. Like, of course, the more you know, the more you know, the more your 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 income is. So, oh, I like True. that. That was that was super, super powerful. All right. So then we've got people on here who we've got a lot of seven figure earners. We've got a lot of six figure earners on here. We've got a lot of people who are they're not struggling financially, so they don't relate to the paying off debt. They don't relate to an extra thousand dollars a month. They're sitting over there like, "Okay, Mike, I'm ready to feast. Talk to me. Right. Um, right. Is there a generally?" And again, guys, he's not your financial advisor. This is just a high level conversation with my friend. Okay, we just are both very successful and. We're more interested in our assets than our liabilities. And so um, I would love for maybe you to give some perspective on maybe what some of these higher level network marketers or just high level entrepreneurs who might be listening to this. Like what should they be paying attention to maybe or what uh, how can how can they turn that that because there's a difference between rich and wealth. Yeah. Correct. So Absolutely. those people trying to make that transition from, ooh, I'm rich to no, I'm wealthy. What would you be right. saying to them?
1: Well, one thing I would tell everyone to do is, as I do in other aspects of my life, where I know I'm not the expert, uh, I don't have time to become the expert because I'm minding my business, uh, working my business. Uh, for instance, my favorite car that I own is an H1 Hummer. Uh, it's my favorite car. Um, God willing, I'll never get rid of that car. <laughs> I pay someone to take care of that car. Because it's my favorite car, and so when you're uh, when I was getting started in investing, even though I had knowledge, I associated with and I attached myself to people who were experts who could guide me individually. And so uh, you can get lost in the clutter, so to speak, of too many voices if you go out and try to find all the info on your own. So it's good to find a trusted source or someone that you can go to that um, that that is you know, that has interest in your success that wants to see you be successful and so find that person attach yourself to that person and keep that relationship strong so you can mind your business if you're at that level multiple six seven figure income you can keep minding your business you can keep growing your business but create a relationship with someone who can who's in that investment world who can show you some different things that they're doing or they're helping others do uh, to continue to grow their business, or excuse me, grow their investments.
0: I mean, it's common sense almost, but relationships are everything. It's really not everything. what you know; it's who you know. Um, there's been so much I've learned. I mean, I could list a ton of people that you know were common contacts with that have just taught me so much, so much. Oh, yeah. Because I knew I wanted more, but I didn't know what to do with it. And uh, when in doubt, I'll just say, just get liquid everybody like get your cash together. Uh, take, take your quit, quit having stupid subscriptions to stuff you don't even care about, you know, get your money together. So in times like, cause listen, the economy after this, let's say another 10 years from now, we're going to be dealing with another, like, well, the the economy will go back up. Okay. The economy is going to run, 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 run. And then we're going to have another correction like we're having right now. And for those of you who just spend your time getting money, I had a conversation with our mutual friend Johnny Green the other day. Um he was also on the podcast and you know, it doesn't matter how much money I have. That's not what this is about, but he asked me because we were having a conversation. Uh he's like, "Well, how much cash on hand do you have?" And I said like liquid He's like, yeah, because yeah. he was kind of wondering, like, you know, what you yeah. got, like a couple hundred grand or whatever. And yeah. and I told him and he went, oh, my God. He's like, you're going to die. I said, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. He's like, you're literally the yeah. cheapest person I've ever met. Do you not spend anything? I said, I'll spend nothing because I've been yeah. waiting. Somebody eight years ago told me that you're one day you'll be able to invest in a bunch of real estate. And I said, OK, what do I need to do? And they said, you hold on to all your money until the economy crashes. And then you go and you buy and then you go and you get a bunch of stocks and then you go in and you get a bunch of stuff. I was like, what?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and I, I know what your numbers are too and and they're impressive and uh, you deserve to be uh, congratulated for that because you generated it from having a passion of helping other people. And you know, it's, it's, it's amazing though, uh, as, as I take a look at the world and the situation we're in now, um, yeah, we don't know when this corona thing will correct and uh, you know now the focus should be of course on staying healthy, et cetera, keeping our family and friends healthy, staying at home uh, so we can get the heck out of the house as possible. But anyway, um, yeah but if you take a look at other countries, uh, you know we, we, you know people looking at China, uh, I got a friend in China in the Wuhan province and they were telling me the measures they took to to bend the curb or, or get the cases to go down. And th- but then I asked the question because I was I was focused on this question. What did they do for people who have jobs and things of that nature? Uh, or you know, did, did the did the government do a stimulus and all this other stuff? They said no, because the Chinese they're different from Americans because Americans believe in spending. Uh, they believe in having a good time, which of course we all should do. But they be- Americans believe in showing or looking like you have something that you don't. Mm-hmm. Where the Chinese. They're different. They don't start doing that type of stuff until they have multiple millions, billions of dollars. That's why there are so many millionaires in China. Uh, and so they didn't have a stimulus. People aren't hurting economically. Of course, few may be. But overall, they aren't because pe- they have money saved because they're always preparing for a crisis. And so we, we should live our lives in fear, saying, oh, a crisis is coming. But we do know another crisis will come. And so the question is, are you prepared? And here's a question that always haunted me on my journey. It, it drove me in my network marketing business and it drives me now. And It's a question that everybody should ask themselves and it's really apparent now. And the question is this, if the worst thing would have happened to you today, what type of financial position would you leave your friends and family in mm. today? If something happened to you today, would you leave them not only hurt because you're no longer here, but in more pain financially. Wow. That's, that's, that's what you don't want to do. You want to get yourself in a position where you can leave uh, leave memories and, and not leave debt And, wow. and because debt, there are people who die, can't even afford a funeral. Right. And so, you know, we can go on and on to the life insurance and all kinds of things that people should have, people should get when they're young as possible, but all these things are important. Very important. Life insurance has even been used as a wealth creation tool in a lot of our communities. Yeah. Well, they couldn't afford it. They couldn't afford it. <laughs> but everybody would pay until and somebody, Uncle Jojo, or, or, or the grandfather died, and everybody was able to get a piece of those multiple millions in life insurance. And then they went out and started their own businesses and continued the wealth cycle in their communities. And so, you know, we could spend two hours on this topic, but it's so important. That people uh, get their lives together, so they're prepared for for growth, and they're prepared for crisis.
0: I really appreciate you mentioning twice now that people should not be keeping up with people, because um, right. And I think that's probably part of the reason why I try to live so be like way below, way, way, way below my means has a lot to do with that you know i i want our team and anybody who follows me to to live like a normal person so that you don't have to when things like this happen you know and even then let's say i make i don't know let's say i make 50 million dollars let's say i make 100 million dollars in this recession right or whatever is going to happen i still won't change the way i live
1: right exactly
0: like let's be honest about it i don't need any more cars i got plenty my house is ridiculous it's already paid for i'm done like i got no debt there like i I mean
1: it. Seriously? Right. Like. And, and, and those things that don't help you recruit any more people. No, people, but people seem to think. people. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And then I, some of my NBA players uh, and, and other athletes that I have as clients right now, uh, we were all talking to last, late last night and I just reminded them because they're on lockdown too. Uh, they can't go anywhere. Quote unquote quarantine. And I started telling them like, you know, uh, how, how good do your cars look right now? They're in the garage. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. You know, the 18 watches that you have right now, yes, they can afford them because they've got a great finance person in their life, but they can afford them. But who's, who's, who can see your watch right now? Mm -hmm. Who can see all these things that you acquire in a time of crisis? And so start thinking about those things. Start paying attention to what you can do for your families, uh, who the people that you can bless and need uh, things of that nature. Because again, you know these things they they make us feel good, uh but what is their true value?
0: yeah I love that that true value question is really strong and um it's interesting you got into the life insurance conversation uh in the wealth <laughs> generation because that's honestly two separate conversations you know you can use it Absolutely. for your own banking and then you can also use it oh, yeah. uh, of course when you i mean there are and I know I'm. People are like, "What did she just say?" So don't worry. Right. Like you can Google it, whatever. Um, but there's there's so many more ways to turn your small amount of money in network marketing into something so much bigger. I think that's really what I want this conversation that I know is kind of like blowing people's minds to get to. Like I want people to understand network marketing is a vehicle to take the average person into wealth, man- wealth generation and then wealth management mode. And if you're surrounding yourself with good people and not the people who make three, four grand a month and they're out at Gucci or whatever, like you too. can I love, God, I love that. wealth that watch comment you just said, I got to back it up for a second. Oh, my God. Shut up. Like who's looking at your watches right now? Right. Who's looking at right. your shoes right now? Who's looking at your belts? Like who's like I, you told so y'all can't see him, okay? But he's like, I didn't get my haircut. I got, I haven't shaved. I haven't. I'm like, no one has. I'm in a tank top and shorts. Like, not a drop of makeup. Like, who are we impressing? You know, like now it's time right. to make wealth. Not focus on this on this crazy stuff.
1: So I really appreciate right. that. Well, if you think about one of the first um, books I read in my personal development journey in network marketing was uh, robert kiyosaki's rich dad poor dad Mm -hmm. and of course in that book it focuses on the cash flow quadrant Uh, you got the e quadrant you got the s quadrant of course e is employees uh, s is self-employed then of course it said you want to be on the right side of that quadrant and you want to be in that b quadrant or that i quadrant and for so many years in my network marketing journey i was focused on that b quadrant because network marketing is the perfect b quadrant business It's a business. It's a business system. It can generate income without you. It's a perfect business, but where do you ultimately want to end up? I I, I just didn't focus on it uh, in the early years of my network marketing career. How can I take the income I'm generating, again, put overalls on that money and send it to work uh, and, and participate in the I quadrant because in the B quadrant, you can get rich. In the I quadrant, you can create wealth. And so that's the thing that you know that a lot of times we just didn't focus on we just stop in that b quadrant never think about the next level and network marketing shouldn't be uh, the end all be all it should be a business that you can work for as long as you want to you got a great company great products working forever uh, but at the same time participate in that i quadrant
0: i love it so um, the book again is Rich Dad Poor Dad. Robert Kiyosaki, and he's a huge, huge advocate of the network marketing profession because it's such low overhead. You don't have to rack up a bunch of liabilities, meaning things that you have to constantly pay out uh, in order to have that. I mean, it's it's the best way. It's the best way, especially in economic crisis, to be making some extra cash flow. Um, Which just, I just want your opinion on it. Do you, so there are a lot of network marketers who do listen to this. Not everyone's a network marketer by any means, but uh, there's a lot of network marketers who listen to this. What is your opinion on the timing in general for their business, given Corona, if they're listening, you know, live or in the near future?
1: Yeah, well, you have to keep things. Um, There's, there's a lot of ways to look at it. You know, network marketing right now is a perfect business because... You get to work from home and you can still generate income. And there are products that, that, that people need you know, to help them con- to continue to lose weight so they can stay healthy or nutritional products and things of that nature. There are other products as well, maybe some services uh, that may be good as well. And so it's a perfect business. Uh, you can work from home, work on your own time, work part time. Uh, you can build a business online. Uh, there, there's so many different benefits to having a network marketing business uh, in the times that we live in now, and not only in times we live in now, uh, I, I think we're in for a rude awakening because we're creating a new normal now. Uh, you know, I don't think things will go back to quote-unquote normal. I think this will be, uh, it, it'll resemble the the old, but I think things will be different. There will be more people working from home. There will be more people who understand the power of teleconference and, and, and video and things of that nature. Uh, it'll be more acceptable um, and it may be safer, so yeah, there's, sure. There's so many things, right? I mean, think about how many hands we shake and people we hug around the world. I mean, mm-hmm. It's crazy. Uh, we might have had corona a year ago, but anyway, um, you know, there's so many things that are going to be different, um, that, than we would well, than it used to be. And so, it's very important to find a business, uh, get passionate about that business, but don't just get passionate about it. Uh, go out and and make it happen and so in network marketing uh there there are people who you know just like to hang out and like to participate or excuse me you know just like to you know hang out and and but they don't participate and so you don't want to be one of those individuals you want to be someone uh who who goes out and makes it happen especially in times like this yeah
0: Go out and be somebody who makes it happen in times like this. I love that. Not enough people out there making it happen. Um, so I I truly appreciate your time. I feel like we've like blown their brains off of their skulls and they have, they're like, blah, 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 blah. So I would love if you could please give me one final tip, maybe something that really helped you or changed your perspective on investments or on investing or on a, about wealth. Just something, because I know right now they are they are freaking out over Mike Sims. I knew they would be. That's why I, I bring my best of my friends on here for the people. Um, but is there is there something you know? Is there one is there one thing that if they could just wrap their minds around it, it would just ugh, change everything?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll sum it up by saying this, because a lot of people uh, are in network marketing, and they, um, you know, they're, they're working their business, figuring things out, and they want to be successful. And, and understanding that in network marketing, uh, you have different types of people in the business. You have the people who are involved in the business, but they are holding out. For some reason, something is holding them back from being successful. And then you have, I call them holdouts. Then you have people that are comp outs. Uh, they are looking for every excuse um, or not to be successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or looking for someone to blame Yep. Where they're not, why they're not successful. Some people right now are blaming Corona on why their business is not growing when that should be the reason why it is growing based upon your attitude and how you go out and increase your activity yep. uh, under the current guidelines that we, that we, uh, we are, uh, find ourselves under right now. And then you have people uh, that are, you know, they're in the business, they're, they're doing uh, just enough to stick around in the business and, you know, to look like they're working, they're participating, but they're not uh, the fourth type of person. That's an all out person. And just understand that the big checks the big lifestyle, uh, the great, the great, you know, possibilities, the great vacations—they're reserved only for the people who go all out. Period. Huh? They're only reserved for the people who go all out. And then, of course, on your journey of becoming an all-out person, make the decision. Make the conscious decision. Do it on purpose because these are things that you have to do on purpose. You don't just start investing and just you know let me just start saving some pennies in a jar i mean that's the place to start but listen you got to you got to be intentional about this and start doing some things uh, intentionally to start moving into that i quadrant where now you're putting your money to work i know for me uh it was the transition from uh, my first company to my uh, my second network marketing company. I was with my first company six and a half years mm. and I was going, um, some things that you know happened that, you know, it was found necessary to make a transition. And I found myself uh you know looking for a great opportunity, but the the urgency the clock was ticking. Mm-hmm. Four months, five months, hadn't really found anything passionate yet. I could be passionate about it yet. And I saw uh all I thought started thinking all the money I generated. You know, I should have all the time I put in, I should have enough money to be at least be to sit, you know, take my time, two years at least, to be to find something I'm passionate about. But the clock was ticking, tick tock, tick tock, yeah. clock was ticking. And I said, OK, I got to do something. Fortunately, I found a company I could get passionate about. I was there 12 years. But I said to myself, I will never again, never find myself in a situation where I am dependent just upon my network marketing income or yes. anybody's check yes. because I don't own the company. Ultimately, there can be decisions made that, you know, may not fit with my spirit or, or uh, my values, values whatever it is, you just never want to find yourself in that position because then, you know, what, what it, it's almost like you have a job. And so, uh, you yeah. can make the always make the best decisions for you. And then uh, I'll end with this, you know, the lifestyle that's available, you know, I can't wait to to after this Corona thing, and I can I'm trying to think about where I want to go on vacation. What beach do I want to go to? I live on the beach, but I'm still thinking. Okay, this beach is nice, but there's another one. It's a little warmer down further South America. So you know, I'm, you know, the things I can do for my parents and the family. You know, all of these different things are so important to me. My mom turned seventy today.
0: Oh, happy and, birthday, mama! Uh,
1: and we're just talking about, you know, how blessed we are uh, that they don't have to worry about anything financially. Um, I found the same thing, and so all these things are what we do this for. And uh, it's been, you know, great to be on this podcast today with you. Uh, of course, just to hang out with you, see you. I know and, it's so good. Uh, you're one of my favorite people on the planet. And I know you got to come to Miami. We can go back to to uh, Prime One Twelve. I will. Gr-
0: I will gladly go back to that steakhouse. Let me tell you what oh my gosh i i love all of this i love where your heart is if you're following the podcast for the scavenger hunt mike's letter is a and we'll call it for all out person because you have to be an all out person if you want to live a life like mr mike sims and mike there was so much value on here. I thank you so much for your time. I know how busy you are. Um, and I just, I feel like you just gave people so much value. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. Even with you, you're one of my favorite people too. So thank you. I love you and I appreciate you.
1: I love you too. And I got value as well for participating. So any anytime that you uh, call on me, I'll definitely try to be available. You're one of my favorite people on the planet. And um, you, know, you all don't know, Everyone who's attached to you, I think they know, but they don't really know. Um, you know how good you are and what you're doing. Uh, she is not normal. You know, you don't. If you've got a great leader in network marketing, that is not the norm. Some people don't are not attached to great people. They're not attached to people who are really passionate about their success. They're not attached to people who are really out there making it happen. They're not attached to people who really or practicing what they preach. They're not attached to people who really have a lot of money. They say they have a lot of money, but they don't really have a lot of money. So she she is who she is. I can tell you that. I know a lot of people in network marketing, they are not who they are. Uh, we love them. <laughs> They'll get better. But she is who she is, and so you all should be grateful
0: Thank you, Mike. That was really nice. I'm all teary-eyed. Stop it. I love you. I appreciate you. And I hope everyone got a ton of value. Make sure you screenshot this and put it in your stories. And I'll have Mike's Instagram handle and everything in the show notes. Thanks again, Mike. Thank you.